Hey, I'm Brandon from Promises Gap Collective. This is the Hey, How's It Going show, and I'm here with Colton Pettish of Recycled Hearts Records, a record label he started in 2018, which has raised over $500 for mental health awareness charities uh, by selling merch for the emo slash punk bands that he works with and also making and selling one-inch custom buttons. Hey, Colton, Hello, how's it going? thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> you said that before I even asked you. Oh. <laughs> you were like so overly prepared, man. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's it's been a while so since you came on the show last time. How you been, it man? Has. It's been pretty good. Cool. Yeah, oh, no, I don't want that. don't want that. While, so. Sorry, I'm just sharing the stream real quick. But, uh, yeah, so you've been doing some good stuff with uh, Recycle Hard Records. You've made some pins for me. I know that. Um, excited to get those. And uh, so why don't you, like, first off, plug, you know, everything you'd like to plug, and then we'll do that again at the end of the show. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I run Recycle Heart Records. Um, that's on Facebook, Instagram, um dot org so the website's recycleheartrecords.org and yeah that is my plug all right cool cool uh nice um so i guess we'll just get right down to it i got a bunch of questions for you so what uh what inspired you to start recycle okay. right no i don't know what you just said okay for what inspired you to start recycle heart records um, I was kind of in a dark place in my, in my life and I needed something to do and uh, it was kind of a stressful time and such and I wanted to kind of like do something for like mental health awareness and such because of it. So that's what start, made me start um, Recycle Heart Records. I had before done some promoting here and there for bands and such so I thought maybe I could actually make something and you know. Okay, uh, you, it sounded like you were going on for a second. And you just stopped. I thought the stream was broken. Um, oh no, I just end sentences sometimes, and without uh, I ask middle sentences and the thought without the sentence ending. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. All right, cool, man. So, um, making buttons, I, I, I've, I've looked it up, and I've like, yeah, I want to do that, and then I'm trying to like, yeah, I don't want to do that because it looks like a lot of like monotonous work. Like, does it ever bother you? Um, I don't think it bothers me because I'm a person that fidgets with things and I it's something that I find calming to like do. So I like watch TV and do it or just kind of sit like can just sit and do it. But it is a little bit, especially um, the more you spend, the more the better the machine is that you're working with. And I spend a whole lot on the machine. So it's a little it, it does get a little tedious, but especially just lining it up to not to get like the picture right on it. But other than that. You do a good job with it, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, like I, uh, that just I'd like to try it sometime, just because it sounds like you know cool to make your own buttons and stuff. But I thought a lot about it. And I was like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> There's this really nice machine on the on like America buttons or something, and it's like three hundred dollars. I really want, but I don't have that. I just have like the seventy nine dollar Walmart version. So. <laughs> Maybe someday when I get if I get that 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 machine, it'll be a lot easier and such to make them and I make a bunch of different types and such. But for now, it's just the one inch plastic bags. Okay, cool. Well, you do a good job, so that's awesome. Uh, what do you like more, being a leader or a follower? Uh, 
I really like just kind of following loosely. I'm not really a leader of sorts. Um, I'm more antisocial and uh, more of an introvert, so I don't mind someone else taking control and such and doing things. But I also, I don't, I guess I'll speak my, I like to speak my opinion if something's like not right and such. So I like to be a follower, but also a follower that, you know, has some say in things. Cause like, especially like, like I guess in conversations, what I like to do is I like to just kind of sit back and just listen. And if I have something to say, I'll add it. If I don't have something to say, I'll just exist, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you did start your own record label, so I mean, I wouldn't say you're a complete follower. Um, definitely out there doing stuff. You know, raising money for charities and stuff. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They're moderate, like, probably a lot like me. Like, I don't know, I'm a follower, but you got a little podcast going, so I'm trying not to be. I guess yeah. I'm following in the footsteps of other people, but I don't know. I try to, like, work it out, be leading some sort of example. Yeah, but be some nice. sort of yourself, but also like you know, not be like extreme, like Boy Scout fault, like leader or something like that. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a Boy Scout. It was it was nuts. Uh, I was like doing all kinds of stuff, trying to yeah. I don't know. I just like being me. But mm-hmm. uh, cool. So, what's the most interesting thing you've read in the past week or seen? Oh god! Past week or like I, that read, um, the uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it or not or whatever. I first thought it was a joke, and then it's not a joke. The uh, I guess like it's news. I guess that I read it. It's uh, I guess China was preparing ducks to go eat like locusts or something. Like there's a huge like locust outbreak somewhere. It's like ten thousand ducks they're preparing to send in and such. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I thought it was hilarious. So. Is that real? Yeah, it's real. The BBC even ended up saying, like, you know, saying, you know, it's still under consideration because there is, I guess, there is locusts or whatever, and just kind of like an idea of the ducks eat locusts or whatever, and we can send ducks. But I guess, but just the idea of, like, you know, a couple hundred thousand ducks or something, just like an army of ducks to go. The war. A on Chinese locusts. army of ducks. It seems kind of ridiculous. That's crazy. That's going to be, I wonder if they'll ever make history like uh, the war on emus did for uh, Australia. <laughs> that would be the amazing. Great emu war. Yes. Did you hear about that? I did. <laughs> I wish they taught us that in school. I never learned about that in school. No, I, I learned that as a random like, facts or whatever like, on YouTube, I think, one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that somewhere else, and then I learned a lot more about it from the official podcast. So probably not the greatest like platform to learn from, but I don't know. One dude from there is not from Australia, so there got to be some sort of fact. True. Uh, yeah. Um, I know a guy from Australia right now. He may or may not be listening. He's probably shaking his head. Oh, this kid learns everything from the official podcast. We need to get him some help. Um. So yeah, I don't know. But uh how do you feel about um how do you feel about cars becoming fully autonomous and having no steering wheel, brakes or accelerators in the future? Ooh, that's a that's a tricky question. Um I'm not exactly sure. Um uh, I get I'd like to say I trust uh, I'd trust it, but I don't think I would, but I don't know really if I trust people behind the wheel most of the time anyway. Um I live in a tourist 
I live in Florida in a touristy area. And I can tell you with old people on the road and with like Canadians and other tourists, like, you know, all that just come down here and rent cars and such that, you know, there's just so many cars and such. I'm not really sure I even trust like the people on the road already. So I'm not sure if I trust a machine more or less than that, <laughs> because it's just such a already I watch like traffic. Like, I don't know how there's not more accidents than there actually are. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts, dude. Like, um, aren't there already, like, self-driving cars in California? Like, uh, Uber or self-driving Ubers or something? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think even a town near me is going to have it eventually. It's, like, self-driving buses or something like that. There's small That's bus. Like, the, I think the town of Dunedin, um, Florida, is going to have, like, self-driving buses. And it's just going to be, like, back and forth on Main Street or whatever. But... <laughs> damn computers taking all the damn bus driving jobs. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, so what uh, what fact amazes you every time you think of it? It's a hard, hard question right there. What fact amazes me every time I think of it? I think, like, the thing that always amazes me the most is just, like, there's 7 billion people on the planet and then much more billion of animals and other shit and such. And then like each thing is alive and like, it's kind of like an overwhelming uh, thought sometimes it's like, Holy shit. Like everything's alive around me and everything has its own motive or, you know, thing propelling it forward or ideas, or it's just like kind of like a mind exploding experience when you think of it like that. Yeah, I can agree. Um, seven. How many people are on the planet? Seven billion? Uh, I think something like that. Seven point something billion. Or... It's crazy. Like a quarter of that is China. Like, <laughs> yeah, China and India are a big portion of that. I think there's like three billion people in China alone. Like something like that. I don't know. Like... It's huge. What do you think about this whole corona coronavirus thing that's going down? Uh, well, I do work in, like, my day job as, like, a health person, so I definitely would say that to wash your hands and such. But from what I hear, it's, like, more spreading through air and such. But I also was alive to, like, the when the Ebola virus was everywhere and when the – I had I actually had the swine flu when that was going around a few years ago. So I guess I kind of have, like – I don't know. I think I think maybe I'm not alone with people that just have kind of come used to like, oh yeah, they're just you know another flu thing going around or whatever. Like there's a Zika, there's the Ebola, there's I don't know, there's all those others. Um, I know people, a couple people that passed away due to the swine flu, but they were already sick and such. And I think that'll probably be the most cases of the coronavirus is people who are either already sick or older, elderly or children or. More yeah, like I, th that. I think it's just another media uh, media blown up event. Um, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it. Something about like you know, um, the president not wanting to. Uh, so I guess uh, somebody from the CDC, some some doctor, tried to come out about it, and uh, the White House shut him down. It's like, no, you got to get permission from us if you want to talk about the coronavirus in any way, yeah. shape, or form, and. Uh, like, so it's like, they're trying to control it, but then I heard a lot about this, uh, like, you know, certain, like, conspiracies, like, are back backing it, and 
I don't know. I don't know who to trust anymore. I don't trust the media and I don't trust Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I also don't trust uh, a lot of things about it. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. It, definitely it, it's like they're trying to blow it up, but hide it at the same time. Cause you see all these Facebook posts that are coming around and like Facebook and YouTube, they're like, they got these algorithms that are like deleting the posts. So it's like, they're trying to blow it up, but then, the internet is trying to hide a lot of it. It's like, why would they be doing that? Like, it's freaky. Um, I think a lot of people have their own motives, and you know, some for some, uh, a spread of a virus and such can be a booster to their own like position, or the defeat of a virus can be a booster to their own position and such. And I think a lot of the people in charge are self-serving and such like that. <laughs> I think I've been hearing a lot of people saying it's uh, it's the banks. The banks are trying to control it because they want the uh, economy to crash so they can uh, so they can. Um, and I don't know if that I believe this. I don't know enough about it, but that, from what I heard, it's they want the economy to crash so they can take out the dollar and get uh get the get the country going on their own currency, which huh. is probably conspiracy. But I don't know. Um, yeah, it's hard to I've tell heard. what's conspiracy these days and what's not. Yeah, we do live like, in like a boom and bust, you know, that, you know, when sometimes, like, especially like in 2008, like when a lot of people are hurting, there are a few people that are benefiting from it. So, I mean, we do live in a society that sometimes when things look bad for everyone else, the people who started it and such are, are coming out really well on top and such. So, it's, it's hard creepy. to trust. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Enough coronavirus. Go away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get sick. Um, so, anyways, I don't, I don't know. You, you, you said you got swine flu. Do you get sick a lot, or? Oh no, I don't get sick usually at all. Just where I lived in Tennessee, and pretty much everybody in the area that I, like from what I remember, like had like swine flu, and it like our schools were closed for a little while and such. I think I was sick probably like four or five days max, and then I just was better, you know. And at the worst of it, I was just kind of a common like I was just kind of like a, like a flu like symptoms and such. I was feeling ill, I was just laying in bed and such. Yeah, see, I can't remember the last time I got sick, so like I'm really not worried about this like virus coming around, but. You never know. Like, apparently, like, I guess uh, Chinese scientists, like, it's, I guess the coronavirus has been around for a long time. And they took that and meshed it up with the SARS virus. So it would, like, attack the human genome. Hmm. And there's something, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not super educated on the topic. I just know what I read online. And, uh, and then, you know, it, it, they lost control of it. Like some, uh, you know, some accident happened and it started, it got out and here we are now. That's what I heard. I mean, that's definitely, I think, very possible. <laughs> I'm almost sure if some, if it's like something like that, though, whoever, whoever was involved, everyone that was involved have now done like suicide or went missing or something, you know, if they're... <laughs> They've they've suicided. <laughs> yeah, they have suicided. <laughs> the Clintons got them. Maybe. <laughs> it's all the Clintons. <laughs> um, 
All right. I think that's enough of that. I don't know what else to say about it. So, yeah, um, way conspiracies. I think that's about all I can say of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Um, fuck. Um, I wouldn't say most of. I guess I'm a person of a lot of calculations and overthinking, so I'm not really sure a whole lot I do is that spontaneous. Um, I have let people stay in my house before, like on the whim and such, and sometimes people are good and sometimes people are kind of shitty, and it's been, you know, it's been like, hey, get out of my home. <laughs> You've overstayed your welcome. But other than that, I think that's the like, most spontaneous thing. Just telling somebody to leave. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Um, what's a skill or craft you'd like to master? Ooh, I really would like to master, like at least as craft-wise, is spray paint art and such. I've been kind of dabbling a little bit of it, and I've kind of stopped for a while, but I'm trying to start back up again. That like, you, I just kind of watch YouTube and try doing it and such. That's pretty cool and such. I thought. And it's, it comes out pretty cool, but it's actually the coolest part is doing it and such, but just being able to, like, spin the turntable and stick, you know, the sprays and such. So I think it's, it's pretty cool, like, craft, and I'd like to master it better than I have because mine looks a little amateur still. But <laughs> What did you call it? Spray paint art? Yeah, spray paint art. Um, and just us on YouTube, I, I saw, it like, someone doing, like, a video of, like, space and such. So then I wanted to copy it, and I've, I've been... I've been getting better, but look, I guess I'd like to master it more. Okay, cool. Nice. Um, so how many how many pieces have you made? I have made probably um I've definitely made over forty, but I've only probably liked about ten or, or so. And probably the only ones that I've actually been pretty good are about, you know, seven or eight. So Okay. Well, what do you? What makes you think the other ones aren't good? Oh, I mean, they're not. They're not. I mean, they're not like bad. They're just not what I intended or wanted. Like when I pictured in my head for it to come out as, it's just not what it what why I wanted. So. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's the most hilarious childhood experience you can think of? Hard hitters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of, well, I can think of this one. Right, so when you said that, the thing that came in my head was this joke that me and my brother, that my boat, <laughs> about a, uh, all right, so what was happening, well, we have a bird, and I was like, so what do you call two birds? And I was like, and Chad was like, what? And I was like, a cockatoo. And he's like, just cock-a-don't. And I laughed like a long last time on that. I don't really even know why, but when you said that, that's what it made me think of it. Okay. Um, what was the joke again? It, what makes a bird do what? No, what's um, what are two birds together? And it's like a cockatoo, and then just how he said immediately because cockatoo, and the, but just how he said just cocka don't right afterwards. It was just. In the time, extremely funny for me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I don't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> it, it, it's not at funny at all, but I thought it was, and I, I like I was wheezing on the floor laughing because of it. So, but it's, it's really not that intelligent of a joke or funny. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Um, in forty years, what do you think you'll be uh, most nostalgic about? Uh, forty years, what I'm most nostalgic about? Probably. Hmm. I'm already pretty nostalgic over my PlayStation 2 games, so I'll probably still be pretty nostalgic over that. But I imagine in 40 years, a lot of my probably my music might have changed, or you know, my at least the bands I'll probably be still really nostalgic over, like this era and such of music, probably. So, hmm, back in the days when you used to listen to the story so far, do you like the story so far? Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope they never break up, but uh, I imagine they won't last forever. I like no, the newest they... album they came out with. Yeah, I do too. The Wonder Years. I haven't heard their newest album yet. Um, I want to, just haven't like sat down and like got the motivation to listen to it. You ever heard of uh, Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties? Uh, yes, I have. Have you listened? To, how much of his stuff have you listened to? I haven't listened to a whole lot, but like there's several songs that I've just on my Spotify like playlist that just repeat over and over that I, I have on like different playlists. So I recommend listening to the entire first album, dude. So good. Okay. Um, I like where he went with the second album. I, I I wasn't like completely satisfied with it, but um, I also haven't listened to it like a lot yet. I've listened to it fully. I just um. I thought there was less. It was less story driven than the first album was and the first EP. Okay. But it's definitely good. It is good. Um, but yeah, listen to uh, it's a. It's all about story and stuff. It's a story of like him trying to find his wife and stuff. So okay. it's definitely good. I definitely listened to the entirety of it. Yeah, uh, check it. Out. Check it out. I think the first album is called uh, We Don't Have Each Other Anymore or something like that. And then the second album is called... I uh, know, there's a... In between the two albums is an EP, a three-song EP that he released called... Yep, I don't remember. Uh, but the second album is called Routine Maintenance. And uh, it's just... It's very good overall. Um, I think my favorite is probably the first, the first album, the first EP. But the second... Album is very good as well, so I recommend it. I don't know how many times I had to say that in one sentence, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> what is the most important object you own? Uh, important object I own is this bracelet right here. Really? Why? It is it my? It was a, a birthday gift my grandmother, and she's now since passed away and such but i pretty much wear it every day i don't ever take it off now and such and i'm sorry for your loss man oh no I was several years ago it's just kind of it's no longer like a sad thing for me it's just not something you know she was always like supportive of me and such so it's just kind of like something that it represents like kind of like the, that support and such and wherever i go and whatever i do you know that somebody's, you know, was supportive, supporting me, me and such, even if, you know, I don't really know afterlife and shit, but 
Okay. I find it, I find it, I find it nice and such. I don't really find it sad or anymore. Like you know, that's the past. I guess she, you know, it's been a while, but yeah, it helps yeah, me. it's it's rough. Uh, I haven't lost anybody close to me yet. Um, well, I've lost my two grandparents, but um, and I was pretty close to them. I just not as close as uh my personal closest family. Uh, so what would happen? Not you know, unfortunate enough to lose any of them, but. Yeah, I uh, not looking forward to when it happens. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it. What would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? Um, breathe like Darth Vader. Why? Uh because I think it's more iconic, like just the breathing and such. Like the <laughs> more kind of creepy and like, like mem- remember some. Um, I I don't know. Like I think it would get annoying to talk like Yoda because like it take I, at least for me it would take it probably be people like people. All right, so I already can't speak English apparently. <laughs> but already, <laughs> people would have to decipher what I said and such, and it, like I find it probably get annoying kind of quickly. It's like just. You know, I, I, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, that's a fun little question. I don't know. I'm still working on my questions list for like new uh, guests okay. that are coming on returning. Um, but yeah, I found like a, a bunch of fun questions, tried to come up with some of my own, and I'm working on it. So that's just one I decided to throw and see what happened. Cool, cool. Uh, what inspires you to do what you do? I mean, you already kind of already mentioned uh, what inspired you to do RCR, but is there anything else that kind of keeps you going to keep doing what you're doing in life? Uh, yeah, I haven't died yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, what keeps me going, like from day to day basis, is the simple the fact that I guess you know I haven't died, so I guess you know might as well keep living. <laughs> Um, well. my job That's isn't that bad. My life isn't that bad, and you know, I don't really have like any like, huge plans or goals or ambitions in life or whatever. I just you know, have fun today or and such, and see what tomorrow brings. And uh, if tomorrow brings death, then I suppose that's that. But if it doesn't, then I'll keep go living. Uh, anyways, <laughs> man, can't complain about that. What's the absolute worst name you could name a child? Hmm. Um. Probably the Game of Thrones name that they named everyone named the like the little girls after, but then she became a di- evil dictator and died at the end of the series. What the, name um, is that? Being? What? What name is that? It's like the Kalahassee or, or like the dragon woman's name and such. There's I've a bunch of people it. that named their children after her because, like, she was a good guy throughout most seasons, but, like, the last season, she kind of becomes an evil dictator and then dies. So, kind of probably Jeez. a bad name to name your child. <laughs> people actually, like, name their child that in real life? Like, yeah, people actually did name their child that in real life. And, like, they were like, a, she was like a big inspiration for them or whatever. But, like, in the end, she becomes a bad guy and, like, a total genocide person. And, then dies so I, I guess you know that's I, I definitely would regret naming somebody after that and then watching that <laughs> jeez that's crazy um wild 
Um, what's the weirdest thing you did as a child? Oh, God. Uh, weirdest thing I did as a child? Um, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I probably was probably a weird child to begin with. Um, I've always been picky about certain textures and different things or whatever, and I was... I'm diagnosed with OCD, so I probably have always been weird, <laughs> but yeah, that's same. okay. You know what I don't like? I don't like the feeling of silk. I don't like. Well, yeah, I don't really mind silk. It's that like I don't like that polyester, like half silk, not silk, or whatever. Like that. Oh, kind of I hate like, that too. Like, like sticks to your skin. Like yes, oh, I hate that Velcro. Nope. Oh, that's don't wipe my hands dirty. Don't do like doing that. Yeah, that's very. I don't know if like that's a, like it's a super autistic thing. I probably got that. Me, I mean, and uh, like I don't like being wet, like I shower and stuff. But I hate like showering because it's like I just hate being wet. So like I don't like going swimming or anything. Uh, it's like uh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I got that OCD yeah, I too. That. I live near. Like I don't really mind fresh water, but especially like well, I guess I do. I don't really mind shower water, but I definitely don't like ocean water or the sand or anything about the beach. Really, for living in Florida, <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, it's weird textures and such. And, yeah, cool. All right, Andy. Um, what separates friends from true uh, acquaintances? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh. I don't know. I think probably friends is some are usually somebody that you can actually confide something in, or you know, talk to, like go to, or whatever. I'm not a lot of acquaintances I know, and there's a lot of people I know and such, like from work and other things, and just you know. But like, I wouldn't trust them like with topics I would think would be sensitive. You know, I think friends are somebody that you could trust with something topics like that. So, All right. If you could change the world, how would you do so? Oh, God, I don't know. I guess uh, a lot of suffering going on in the world. I guess I would help. Um, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I think that's probably why the world hasn't been changed is because, like, where do you even begin? There's just a lot of problems and a lot of a lot of people hungry, a lot of people, you know, sick, a lot of people, you know, without basic things, a lot of animals without basic things, a lot of pollution. Uh A lot of just random, like, feels like the coronavirus and other shit like that, that it's either distractions or it causes death for some people or, or I don't know. There's just a lot of crap in the world. I don't know where I'd start. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely sad, the amount of uh, garbage we got going on in society. Uh, uh, yeah, racism, uh, sexism, town... transphobia, all that kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah. My town is one of those like paper straw towns and such. Oh, dude, I hate them paper straws. I tried them. I gave them a chance, but it's like if I want to take a minute to drink my to drink my drink and I want to suck it down in five minutes, you know, I you have to with the, with those stupid things. Oh yeah, but like the stupid thing is, is like I went to subway the first time I was there, and it's a plastic cup with a plastic lid with a paper straw. It's like I think we got. I get the straw, but like everything else is plastic still. I don't think this is as helpful as we were hoping it to be or whatever. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was too well thought out. I think. And like, then, like the uh, subway employees, like, oh yeah, they kind of feel like used tampons. So like, it's kind of turned me off of any kind of paper straw now, just because that's all I think about when he's because he said that or whatever. I'm like, I, I, yeah, probably. So <laughs> yeah, that good stuff. Um, oh yeah, paper straws. <laughs> First time I ever had that was in I think. There's a place in Providence where I live, and uh, they had this. This was a coffee shop, and that was the first time I ever had paper straw. Then I went to Disney World in Florida, of course, um, mm-hmm. and they had paper straws there. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, I don't think it you helps like, still cutting down trees. Trees help make oxygen and stuff, like. It's not really that good for the environment. But there's already, like, I just find it ironic because, like, it's the, they still sell the big McDonald's plastic cups with plastic lids, and then you just put a paper straw in it. And it's like, okay, the paper straw might be a step somewhere, but, like, the rest of it's still, like, plastic. So I doubt, like, the actual environment's help, being helped by this plastic. Yeah, but like I was saying, like even with the paper straw, like you still cut down trees to make that straw. Like I think that's kind of defeating the purpose. Yeah, probably. It's like no, we need trees, man, to breathe. <laughs> breathing is important. Oh yeah, breathing is definitely important. Um, you ever had the falling dream? Uh, I have not. Do you know what it is? I do not. All right, so like you ever had a dream where you were falling and then you woke up and you like jumped up, like out of bed and shit, like never like had that. Uh, not a whole lot. Um, I'm on Prozac and Prozac makes my dreams very colorful, but I don't really remember them a whole lot. But if it, like I've been in it for a while now, so my dreams I remember them very colorful, and I might have some kind of memory of them like right after I wake up, but I don't really remember anything else than that than color. That's so. crazy, dude. The falling dream. When you have it, you'll know it. Um. So be prepared. You're probably gonna have okay. it now. You like fall down a set of stairs. You dream as soon as you hit the floor, you just jump out of bed like it's whoa. <laughs> Some people have where like they fall out of an airplane and then they mm-hmm. like, hit the ground and like jump out of bed. It's like, whoa, man! Like, wh- what happened? Like, it's so vivid too. Like, it feels real. You uh, just forces you to like jump out of bed and like you feel like a thump and it's crazy, dude. Um, scary dream. I don't know how it works, but I'd love to know. Uh, so you said you had a colorful dream. Did you ever have a dream so vivid you thought it was real? Um, I think a lot of the time. But I don't. I, I get. I don't really remember them a whole lot because I just remember the color, but I don't remember like what was actually happening or anything other than that. But they seem pretty real when I wake up. It like some. Like, sometimes it's like, did that really just happen? Or did they not just happen? But then I don't really remember anything of that afterwards. So. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, if you, I already asked you that. If you were mortal for a day, what would you do? Oh God, uh, immortal for just a day, I would. 
I'm not really sure I'd do anything like spectacular. I'm not really sure. Maybe I might try that falling dream out <laughs> for real, though. But what if you could like make still it, feel if... pain? Oh crap! No, no, definitely not. Then <laughs> that would hurt. <laughs> That'd be bad. Yeah, like because it doesn't say that in the question. It's like you know, if you're immortal for a day, but it doesn't like yeah, you don't feel pain either. So <laughs> like, I just imagine you're immortal but still feel pain. Okay, so. I don't, I'm not really sure I do a whole lot differently than I do regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's definitely a deal breaker with the pain. It definitely, it definitely limits things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know how I'd answer that question. Maybe that one's gonna go, but uh, all righty, cool. When putting on a shirt, which arm do you put in first? My left. Took you a minute. I don't know why. Don't ever think about that, do you? Yeah, you don't think about that. That's not something that you just kind of put. It's just kind of like something you just do in the morning. So, but yeah, I always was thinking about it. You know, put my left arm through first. So, yeah, I like that question. I don't know which one I usually put in first. I'd say left, but I think I probably mix it up. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think is a conspiracy? Is there anything? Ooh. Uh, like, the, a conspiracy that's real, or what is a conspiracy that is not real? Uh, like, what is considered a conspiracy that's not real, or like what is... Yeah, it could be real. I think that'd be funner. That what? Uh, what do you think is a possible conspiracy, like, it's real? Like, I think that's funner. Well, I- I think for definitely, I'm gonna have to go with like the most recent Epstein that kill himself. Okay. That's probably. The, I don't even think that's a conspiracy these days. I think that's just common knowledge. But yeah, like the guard uh, getting arrested or whatever because they left their post and like mysteriously just like, oh yeah, he's dead five minutes later. Like, hug himself. Where did he? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know about that uh, Epstein shit. Um, it's definitely sketchy. Megamind pedophile owns an island. Our own president's been there, apparently. Like, yeah, a lot. Like, shit. there's a lot of people that have been accused of going there, and it's like that's kind of scary and probably kind of true. So, yeah, like, some truth in that. So that's probably scary. I'm surprised it wasn't more like. No, I'm not surprised actually, but I was gonna say like there wasn't more uh, research done into the Clintons. Like when that came around, that like there was a there was a big thing for a while until it died out. I think the media had something to do with that dying out, um, not publicizing it as much. You know the whole Epstein thing. Oh was, yeah, like, media silence on that. Just as much as it can, and then you know away it goes for the next catastrophe or whatever. Yeah. I think the news is like whatever big catastrophe it happens. And then we just wait for the next big catastrophe because that'll get ratings and such and views and take away things that we don't want to, they don't want us to know and share. Dude, I hate the news. Uh, It's always like, it's all about money. They never talk about anything nice because, you know, nice things don't make money. 
and it's just always miserable, miserable shit. I hate the news. I don't watch the well, news. There's a lot of reporting on like murders and such, but like there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a huge like fucking shit ton of people and uh, most of them don't commit murders and shit so like mm-hmm. focusing just on like i think creates a lot of fear and like a fear kind of culture that we you know are always scared and on edge you know to like you know everyone else might be against us or some shit like that and it's just like there's a lot of people that you know don't have any ill will to others and you know we're doing good things and i think a lot of those things are just left out completely on the news or shown in like little bits of like or like horrible stories are like made it like you know person can't afford wheelchairs so you know it gets donated by like some kids or whatever it's like why the hell you know did can person not get wheelchair like that that's not a positive story that you know we had to rely on kids to be able to do that or whatever yeah so even like their positive stories are still kind of like double-edged swords into you it's crazy the news yeah. is just the uh, the worst sometimes dude um, but enough down stuff. Let's try to get a, a different frame of thought. If the internet wasn't invented, how different do you think life would be? Oh, wow. I think it'd be, uh, uh, I think it would be a lot different. I think, um, not exactly sure how, but I definitely think we would have entered the two thousands differently and such. I know a lot, at least a lot of like, um, the internet has been a pretty good thing for like a lot of like subcultures and shit like that, you know, like smaller like things such as like emo and shit and such, um, like that MySpace era and now like since then and such. And that probably wouldn't have existed then. So we may be a much more, um, before that, you know, I don't know. I think it, 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 it uh, brings can bring a lot of people together, or you know, I would never know who you are, and I consider you, a, you know, a friend of mine and such, and you know, I like keeping contact with you. But without the internet, I'd never have, you know, just I don't know. I think the world is a lot bigger, and when we live it like without the internet, it makes it, it seem like small little bubbles everywhere, you know. Yeah, Talking man, it's crazy. Um, the internet is definitely a powerful tool in my uh, in my tool bag. And um, I wouldn't be able to do my show without it, so I definitely like it. Uh, and yes. I do consider you a friend as well. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, internet, what Yay. superstition? <laughs> uh, what is a superstition you used to believe in? Oh, God. Uh, hmm. Suppose we could change it up is do you believe in any superstitions? I don't I don't think currently believe in any superstitions. Um I'm kinda not like a believer of a whole lot, so <laughs> it's sometimes hard to like believe in but um Yeah, I can't think of any of them that I'd actually ever believed in. Um never really believed in mirrors. I really believed in like black cats, ladders, stepping on cracks, any of those kinds. You know of things. what I found out recently, and this has just come to my own conclusion: the superstition of going under a ladder, uh, it, you, it's not bad luck; it's just fact. 
you shouldn't walk under a ladder. And here's the reason why. Because when somebody, you walk under a ladder and somebody drops something, that ladder falls, you're going to die. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, I'm sure people have started saying, yeah, don't walk under ladders, it's bad luck. Because, like, you could die. <laughs> like, somebody's yeah, going to drop I mean, a hammer and you're going to get caught. The glass could easily hurt you. So, I mean, don't break mirrors because, I mean, you could get hurt. So, it's possible the superstitions are there just, you know, for cautionary, just to tell kids or whatever to not do so that they won't do it. Yeah, same. And so that's what I'm start. I've started to come up with and start to realize certain things. I didn't think about the mirror one. That makes a lot of sense. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's after the case or not. I just kind of bullshitted that answer, but yeah, that I mean, it sounds like it could be. Now that after I said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't know. I came to that conclusion because I was like, I was like going underneath a ladder one day, and I was like, huh, bad luck. And I'm like, no, nah. like realistically, like it's dangerous. There's nobody on the ladder, but like I just. I was thinking, I'm like, what if somebody, like, dropped a hammer? And, like, one yeah. day it was like, dude, like, died. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, don't throw the one ladder. You get bad luck. Like, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Have you ever forged a parent's signature? Um, yeah, like, a ton of times, but, like, never anything important, but just things I didn't want to bring home or whatever. Like What's commission slips and other things, and like, like none of it's ever important stuff. But it was always just you know, just easier just to kind of sign the name and then you know, then take it home and have to do you know, you have to bring a book bag home and stuff like that at school. And is there a good story behind any of it? No, no good story behind any of that I can think of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the most impressive, impressive, famous person alive today? Oh god, uh famous person. Um I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot of famous people that come into mind. Um I'm kind of horrible at pop culture. And such, and like my family makes fun of me because I can never, I don't know any actors or anything like that. Like that, like oh blah blah, blah. and like who the hell is that? And they're like, that person played in this movie, this movie. Like, how do you not know who they are? And like, I don't know. I mean, all I knew was the, the character from the movie, I guess. So what do you think of Elon Musk? He's definitely probably up, you know up there. Yeah, I He's think definitely... Elon Musk is pretty cool. Yeah. Um... I mean, put a car in space, that's something NASA would probably never do. Why would they want to, for one? But at the same time, they probably couldn't if they wanted to. Like, Yeah. This guy's got so much money. And he managed to do that, like, just as, like just for, like, fuck you rights. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think a lot of what Elon Musk will ever says will happen will ever happen. But, like, just because it seems impossible, but that man has so much money, is it, like, is it really impossible? I don't even know. I don't know about Hyperloop, you know, that thing where he wants to make an underground highway that gets you, like, from, <laughs> like, you know, Los Angeles to New York in, like, 20 minutes or something like that. Like, that seems impossible, but I think he's going to damn well try. 
<laughs> he probably will definitely try. Like, I was reading something like he works like a, he works a shit ton of hours a week or whatever. He's that is definitely not something I would do at all. But like, Dude, I hate working. Do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But he definitely puts his time into things or whatever, I guess. And like Tesla has hard, been hard to become profitable. And he's definitely somehow still kept it growing. Other companies from taking over that, you know, section. Um, he definitely has kept himself relevant, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, have kind of faded away or, you know, not as like seen as innovators. And he's definitely still seen as that so yeah for sure um so that'll be my pick elon musk um what are your top three worst fears oh uh my arm my worst fears um let's go with death definitely because i don't know I don't know. It's on the other side. So death, scary. Um, probably death of loved ones and everything else. I, I guess that I can just be under death. Um, getting hurt and not being able to pay for it. You know, like having like it might, like a car crash because I have no money to actually you know fix my car if it breaks down. So like something like that happening without me being able to really, you know, I'm kind of fucked if you know my car breaks down or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's always uh, a fear definitely. of mine, just because, you know, if something happened, it was like, oh crap, I don't really know what to do about that. Okay, um, one more. One more is, um, uh, cockroaches. Not a fan. I don't nope. like bugs. I don't like bugs. Yeah, that's one of my fears. Uh, I think mine is death, fire alarms, and bugs. Okay. Uh, we share two. Yes. I hate bugs. Yeah, uh, nothing. So gross. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, do you hear about like? I think, I think there was a point in China's history when like, I can't remember which bug it was. Maybe it was like grasshoppers or something like that. But like, some ruler decided like, hey, kill all the grasshoppers or all the flies or something like that. I think it was maybe mosquitoes. And uh, he's like, yeah, kill it. You see a mosquito, kill it. And, like, the whole country, like, started killing mosquitoes. It's some bug. I can't remember which one it was. And, like, it messed up their ecosystem. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want to say too much because I don't remember all of it. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. That, that came to mind real quick. If you had 30 – if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds – what would you say? Um, be kind, be accepting, probably. Just, you know, I don't know. Most people don't know, like, but a lot of times I think people just need reminders to, you know, try doing better things or, you know, to not be such assholes. Cool. You still got 20 seconds. <laughs> That's it. That's all I need is I just need that like that that you know, what, two lines. I don't have anything else to say to the other people. I don't really have anything you know. I want you know, nice. them to know. 
be kind, be accepting. We'll send you a camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's like vague as hell. And we'll send you in a camp. Or it's uh, up against the wall. <laughs> that's crazy. But no, uh, I think that'd be the only thing because I don't really, I don't know, I, I don't, I wouldn't really want to speak to the entire world at like for thirty seconds. That would just be too many people at one time have like, with my attention. I don't know. I just wouldn't really want that. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want that either. I think I'd just be like, hey, listen to my show. <laughs> yeah, really, just plug yourself in. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, if there is there an app that hate that you hate but use anyways? Um... So, let's see. What apps do I hate? I definitely hate the stupid Arrive app and such. What's it was that? easier when just packages it would come and then go. And you just can type in your little key, the code or whatever, and you can figure out where it was. But now I have to have a stupid app that says it or whatever, and the app doesn't really work for me usually. And like there's a, it's called like Arrive or something, and like some places use it for like when they're shipping things or whatever. And it's hard as hell to figure out, and it wants you to confirm things. And I don't know. I think it's more work than it's necessary. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely used to just type it into uh typing in the the you know, the package code into the Google and figuring out which one it is and so what it, this app just like you type it in and it tells you where it is instead of going to the website? Well you have to sign in, you have, there's a, like it's signed it like it's like connected to like, you know, your it knows your address, knows where like the package and such is connected to UPS or whatever, USPS or whatever it is and Blah blah blah. Just an extra step of annoyance. No annoyance. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of it until you just told me about it just then. Um, what's the stupidest thing you've done because somebody dared you to? Oh God. Um. Hmm. I did stick my hand in a fan and get cut a few, a few, like, uh, few months ago. A fan, huh? Yeah, it was like one of those like little, like uh, not little. It, it was a uh, um, one of those box fans and such, and it had a like, hole on top or whatever. And they didn't even dare me to do it. He just said that it happened to him before and it hurt. So I was like, "Oh, that's not gonna hurt." I just took my hand in and it just, it like, it cut my finger. It cut like my fingers. Like, and I, I bled for quite a bit. So that's probably pretty dumb. And did you get stitches? No, I didn't. Put duct tape over it like a real man? Yeah, really? No. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I uh, stuck my hand in a fan once, a car fan. I was trying to get it going, like, to fix it, and I was being dumb, and I accidentally put my finger too close, and it cut right to the bone. Ouch. Yeah, that, yeah. that didn't I happen. Did not get stitches. Yeah, I, uh, I should have. I still have a nice scar. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, my thumb went right to the bone, dude. It was I was so scared. I thought I was gonna like die. <laughs> I'm like I'm lucky like it didn't cut my finger off, dude. Like it was spinning, like it was going fast. I got it going with an air compressor because I thought for some reason that would like maybe fix it, like maybe jump started or something, and mm-hmm. it just zing. Right, yeah. I, I'm lucky I didn't cut my finger off. 
Um, but yeah, man, so that's pretty much all the questions I have for you. Do you have anything for me? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have anything for you. All right. Nobody ever does. I'm not surprised. But uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Why don't you plug anything you got? Uh, yeah, Recycle Heart Records. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Uh, we have a website. It's RecycleHeartRecords.org. That's it. Just do those three things. Sweet. So, yeah, man, once again, thank you for coming on the show. It's been a wonderful time. Um, you're welcome on again. I've got more questions. When I made my questions a couple weeks ago, I went and made 60 of them, so 30 per mm-hmm. show. I got uh, enough questions for you to come on again. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to try to work on them, make them better. But, um, okay. yeah. So, yeah, anytime, man, hit me up. This is the Hey, How's It Going show. <laughs>